With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, we had some big-time performances in the NBA just last night, of course, overshadowed by uh, what happened on Monday Night Football. DeMar Hamlin, uh, the latest from the Bills uh, on their safety, who suffered a cardiac arrest last night uh, in that game between the Bengals and the Bills. He is now in critical condition, and I believe his vitals are good, but that's as, as much as we have. I think you still need to keep DeMar Hamlin in your thoughts and, and prayers. But last night in the NBA, we saw – uh, a huge game from the Cavs and uh, Donovan Mitchell. A huge game as uh, Donovan Mitchell scored 71 points. Jinx, I had to double check this. Have you ever seen somebody score 71 points? This has to be I some ha- kind of record. I know it's a franchise record for the Cavs, but what's uh, what did um, who is it? Devin Booker? Did he score like 80 one time? Was it 80? Right? Was it 60? I don't remember how many Devin scored. I do remember Kobe Bryant's, I believe it was an 81-point game. Yeah, it was in January was of 2006. So that's the last time I remember someone going off completely like that when he faced the Raptors. Yeah, Raptors and Lakers, January 22nd, 2006. Yeah, uh, and I think my first thought is, you know, how many shots do you have to take? Because that's usually the question for Kobe Bryant, you know, because he is fully capable of not passing the ball at all, you know, as brilliant as a scorer as he is. But I was reading the headline on uh, NBA.com this morning, and he said it was a team effort. And this wasn't a blowout game because usually you'll see these big scoring performances in games that don't really matter. But this was an overtime win for the Cavs. And we see this across the NBA where the superstars have really been putting on a show. I don't know if you've been following what Luka Doncic has been doing. Another ho-hum 39-point night from Luka last night against the Rockets. This season, he's averaging 34.3 points per game, also 8.8 rebounds and 8.9 assists. So what a treat. Uh, As the NBA has been heating up, I know Christmas is really the – I'm not going to say the official start of the NBA, but it seems like it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. The NBA where you have one thing that I really appreciate about the NBA is that it is and this has been going on for a couple of years now where they've ushered in sort of this new era of superstars, whether it's a Donovan Mitchell, even though Donovan's been around for a while or a John Morant, even, you know, Andrew Wiggins, after it looked like his career was over, has gotten some run out with the Warriors. And there's so many young guys that are playing so well just across the league. No matter who it is, Zion's back. He's healthier, so he's been awesome. Paolo Boncaro is off to a great start with the Magic. It was early in the season. So that's one of the best things about the NBA is that certainly it's a superstar league. There's a lot of young talent that is now sort of made their influx in and will continue to keep it running. So it's, it's really exciting night in and night out. Yeah, and just to put Donovan Mitchell's night in perspective, his 71 points last night tied for eighth most in NBA history, and we've had some monumental performances. And like I said, it was a close game. Uh, The Cavs, if you had them uh, covering that spread, I believe it was three and a half. It was very much a sweat because that Cavs-Bulls game, 
went to overtime despite Donovan Mitchell scoring all of those points. So another thing to remember, just because the star player goes off for a ton of points does not mean you are guaranteed a cover when playing a full game side. So let's look at the NBA slate today, see if we can find any kind of angles that may be profitable. So NBA Tuesday looks like this. Let's start with the Celtics and the Thunder. This one in Oklahoma City where Boston is laying eight and a half points. Total pretty high at 235 and a half. So Jinx, the Celtics early on in the year were a cash cow, but... Oklahoma City has low-key been good at covering some numbers, especially against the Celtics. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. For some reason, they they do do a nice job against Boston. I'm not going to play this game. I'm really not a fan of the slate today in the NBA, but I actually think I would lay it with the Celtics just because Boston is finally playing good basketball again. Hit that mini slump for a while. They've won four or five, and even though they lost to the nuggets last time out they had to endure that that what 30 35 minute delay because of a bent rim so it kind of stunted their momentum but the thunder have lost five straight games against the celtics and okc and boston best in the nba against the number this season 11 and 6 so i'll hesitate i'll hesitate a little bit but i'll lay it with boston yeah, I think I would look at Oklahoma City because, like I said, they have been good at covering numbers, especially against Boston in the last three matchups against the Celtics. Oklahoma City, 3-0 and ATS. I think maybe the number is where uh, we see the question mark because you're right. Boston has been playing great basketball. I'm not going to hold it against them too much, losing to Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets is three-and-a-half-point favorites, which, you know, is not great for a team you want to back here. Uh, but Oklahoma City usually has been a solid play when getting a sizable number of points because the last two games straight up losses and didn't cover the number, but also we're only getting two and a half. But anytime you lose outright to the Hornets, like it's not a good thing. So yeah, exactly. uh, maybe not a trustworthy team. So let's go to the next matchup. We have your Washington Wizards. I say that even though uh, maybe it's not your favorite team in D.C., but you are in D.C. So we have the Wizards at the Bucks tonight. Another big spread here as Milwaukee is laying eight and a half. Not seeing a total just yet on this one. So, Jenks, the Wizards have been kind of tricky. Every time I think that they are terrible, they somehow pull a win out of their hat and make me look stupid. But it's not a good Wizards team. But this is a big number. No. So can you steer me in the right direction here? I mean, I guess I would grab the Wizards. Look, they've won five straight, and the crazy thing is yeah. they've done they've done it without Bradley Beal for three of those, those games. The big story surrounding the Wizards, and who knows if this is something that's going to become more of a thing, but Rui Hachimura has been injured, and in his last five games, he had an ankle injury. I believe it was a bone bruise. Then he comes out the last five games averaging more than 20 points per game. So all of a sudden... The Wizards drafted him for a reason, and he comes out and looks like gangbusters, so he has really filled that scoring gap that has been absent with Bradley Beal out of the lineup. So for a team that has won five straight, for a guy who's been filling in that gap nicely, it's hard to trust Washington because I really don't think they're a good basketball team, but it's hard for me to turn down Wizards getting eight and a half, so that's where I'll go. This is one where you need to be paying attention because if I told you one of these teams has won five straight and the other team has lost five of their last six, wouldn't you think that it's the Wizards that has been, been yeah. losing all those games? But it's the Bucks. They haven't been trustworthy either. So I think it's either Wizards or nothing, which is strange to say, but somehow or another, 
uh, they're getting straight up wins, not just wins against the spread, straight up wins. So when you're getting eight and a half, I think it's Wizards or nothing until Milwaukee is playing a little bit better because not only have the Wizards been winning, They've done it against some pretty solid teams, against the Sixers, against the Suns, who I know were heavily injured, but still uh, they were underdogs in that game, and they just beat the Bucks, 118-95. to 95. Let's go to Utah, where the Jazz are hosting the Kings. We've got Utah laying two and a half at home, total 242 and a half. Jenks, did you have to do a double take on this total? I think this is one of the higher totals we've seen all season. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. I couldn't believe it. And then I've seen some people choose the over. I almost want to take the under on principle, but the problem is the Kings and Jazz do two, they're very similar teams. They they mm. play at a very high pace. Both of them do. They score a lot of points, but then they also play no defense. So this one, it actually would not surprise me if the over hits, but I think what I would do here is just follow the trends. Neither of these teams are playing very well right now. Jazz have lost four straight. Kings are five and five in their last 10, but Kings are 0-5 against the number in their last five, and they're 1-7-1 against the spread in their last nine against the Jazz. So I guess I laid the points with Utah, but man, this one, that total is crazy to me. Yeah, even though if you look at the totals for the Kings, this is not out of left field because most of their totals are sitting at 239.5, 242, 237.5, and 240. Last time out against the Jazz, the total was 242 as well, and that game ended 126 to 125. But I will say the shooting clip, uh, pretty good there, 55% from the floor for Sacramento, but only 12 threes, which is, you know, not super uh, high for that team. And Utah only hit eight. And that's a team that routinely is fully capable of hitting 15 threes a night. So I think there is still room for more points to be scored in this matchup between the Kings and the Jazz. So I know 242 is sky high, but maybe the over is still the play. Let's take a look at college hoops tonight. Uh, top 25 action between Mississippi State and number eight, Tennessee. The Vols laying 10 and a half here. And the total, we were just talking about sky high totals. This one is very, very low at 122 and a half. Mississippi State unders have been a cash cow this season. But Jinx, at what point do you see a total this low and think, all right, well, that's where I'm drawing the line. 122 and a half, it's very low. Yeah, I looked at this earlier because these are two of the best defenses, defenses. and yeah. yeah, and in all of college basketball. But I see a ton of money coming in on the over, which makes me a little nervous because maybe Vegas is caught up. I mean, this this total is ridiculously low, so maybe Vegas is caught up to the point where now there's value on the other side. But I love Tennessee, or sorry, I love Mississippi State here getting points when you have two great defensive teams and such a low total. Ten and a half points is a lot of points to lay, and plus. Mississippi State is a borderline top 25 team. They were a top 25 team before losing two straight. So I think it's a great buy low spot for the Bulldogs. It's going to be one of my best bets tonight. And I never bet college basketball, but I'm a Mississippi State plus 10 and a half. Yeah, I think this is a spot where Tennessee has not really fared well. If you look at them as single digit favorites in that window between, you know, uh, laying 10, uh, laying nine, as opposed to laying 28 laying 27 and a half. Tennessee has not fared well in this position where it's 10 points or fewer. Tennessee 0-3 against the number. Winning those games outright, but just not covering that spread. And usually we'll see this with low total games. I always get nervous when it's a low scoring total and it's a big spread because points are clearly yeah. at a premium. Both these defenses are great. I think Tennessee probably has the upper hand here. I think offensively they probably have more to offer. 
but 10 makes me a little nervous. So especially at 10 and a half, I think I'd be on yeah. Mississippi State here. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like you said, low total, massive spread. And uh, uh, by the way, again, Mississippi State, a good basketball team all over that bat. Yeah. All right. So we will be sweating that one out here on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.